Hello, everybody. My name is Brett Wilson, and I'm here with Jacob Reese for the first time in 2017. Um, we're not going to introduce, introduce ourselves again this time because we've done that for the last, or give our titles because we've done that for the last seven podcasts or whatever. Yes. Um, so we're just going to jump right in with the uh, explanation with our excuse. Um, the reason why we did not record a podcast when the, we're a week late, actually a week and a day. Um, that's just because Jacob and I were tied up in some stuff last week and I was pretty, I had a pretty bad cold last week and I would have preferred to put out a good podcast than a crappy one. So that's why if we're ever late, that's more than likely the issue that or a scheduling conflict. Yes. So, um, we're going to talk a little bit about today, just what's on the plan. And again, you can find these plans, um, on www.elementarycomputer.com and click the podcast button. Um, but we're going to be talking about Elementary Computer's 2017 plan, or what we have of it so far, um, what our favorite devices are of 2016, and we're going to ask for your input on that wherever you can get in touch with us. Our predictions for 2017 in terms of product releases and software and stuff like that from a variety of different companies. Um, and then we've got some Apple stuff, as usual, uh, with Super Mario Run release. I know that seems like old news, but we've not done a podcast since that was released. Um, the AirPod, AirPods release as well. Um, I know that seems like old news too, but we've not done that. We've not talked about that yet. And then um, we're going to talk about our thoughts on the state of Apple in general, because as you know, there's or those of you that follow tech news, there's been some statements made by some high-profile people about the company in the last few weeks. So we're going to talk some about that. And just when you thought that there would be no more. We're going to be talking again about the Galaxy Note 7. Um, there was an update that was pushed to it in a, a few weeks ago, so we're going to talk about that. And then, of course, we get to the rumors section, and that's the Galaxy S8, which has um, been actually been crazy leaked this week by Samsung, um, or what's think to be the leak by Samsung. And then we're going to talk about Apple and their 5-inch iPhone rumor, the Jet White iPhone, and the iPhone 7S naming instead of the iPhone 8, all of which I've heard going through the the rumor mill the last few months or the last few weeks. So what do you think, Jacob? Ready to jump in on this? Maybe? Yes. <laughs> okay. So um, I'm going to start with the 2017 plan. I'm going to give my side of it, then I'm going to let Jacob talk about some of his side. So with the podcast, the podcast I'm planning on um, continuing it every other Monday like we have before. Of course, this week we'll push it out, so not we won't do a podcast next Monday. It'll be the Monday after. So um, it's just going to push that out again. We're going to plan on doing it every other Monday, like usual. I'm hoping to get some more guests on with us because that was that was pretty fun when we had uh, Chris Reese on talking to us about um, cybersecurity and a bunch of other topics. So uh, that was fun. And then Jacob has some stuff that he's going to be doing this year with the other side of our company. Jacob. Yes, um, I am hoping to start going into um, just overall production of semi, semi-commercial uh, videos or advertisements for their products. So essentially, um, that is just the plan on the production side and uh, just to, just to kind of gain some momentum and kind of get our portfolio together before we start branching out a lot. Now we're planning on launching that early this year, first or second quarter. Um, 
we're not exactly sure yet because we still have to, there's some weird things that goes into commercial production, especially at um, our inexperience with it, uh, which we're, we're experienced with it, but we're not as experienced as some, uh, some more professional companies. But with the more professional companies, you get the higher price, the unnecessarily high price um, when we can do the job pretty much just as good. Uh, but we're going to be talking about, we, gotta, we have to discuss pricing. That's a big deal. We have really no idea what that, what we're doing there. Um, <laughs> as always. Um, and then we're, we have to talk about, you know, uh, how far we're willing to travel for, for certain jobs and things like that. Um, so we're planning on launching that in the next few months. So if you're interested, you can contact us on our website uh, for more information. So uh, that's our plan for this year. Uh, if you have any suggestions or anything, I'm going to be referring back to that contact us page a lot during this podcast because I really want some more uh, listener and customer engagement this year uh, because that's pretty important, especially to a podcast like this. So um, we're going to move on to our next segment. I'm going to let Jacob go first on this one. Uh, our predictions for 2017. Okay. Now, I purposely did not break this down into categories because um, I just wanted it to be uh, open for everything. So anything you want to talk about in terms of ne- this year products. Yeah, so obviously we're expecting something from Samsung, something from Apple. Um, obviously we're going to get an iPhone. Obviously we're going to get a um, Samsung phone. See, okay, just a quick little rabbit trail. What what do you call a Samsung phone? A Galaxy, I guess? A it, Galaxy phone? I don't generally. Like, some people will call iPhones and Samsung phones. They'll be like, oh, let me use that Apple phone over there. I don't do that. I don't do that with Samsung either. Usually, I will call them a Galaxy S6, usually. Why do you ask? I just, I was drawing a blank on what to call Samsung. Well, generally, you know, you'll be pretty safe calling them Samsung or any, anything yeah. you want. People know what you're talking about. Um, <clears throat> there's going to be those two flagship companies dominating the market. Um, I don't really think Apple, Apple may decrease a little, but I don't think they're going to lose any of their momentum. Um, because Apple is not a product. It's a fad. It's a, a community. It's an ecosystem. It's the, it's a status. Yeah. We're going to get into that a little bit. I don't want to rabbit yeah. trail too far off of that but so, that's a lot of what we're going to talk about in our in a, in our next section yeah um, so um, i have some thoughts on that so there's there's that um uh nintendo switch is coming out that looks i am like so a, excited for that i think i might actually buy one um it's it's the first like good looking nintendo console for the first like like console for the first uh for the last few years it actually yeah. looks cool uh, what else, what else? Uh, possibly a boom in uh, 8K video and 360 video because if you haven't noticed, 360 video is everything every company wants. When you're looking at 360 video, though, you also have to look at um, VR because I feel like 360 video is better consumed in VR. Like, I don't like 360 videos right now because all I'm doing is sitting there either swiveling around on my chair or up walking around, and it's just, it's it's strange just looking at the phone screen. So I think that you also have to look at, um, you know, upgrades to Oculus and Daydream and uh, Galaxy Gear and things like that. Yeah. Um, 
So I just I just have a bunch of predictions for 2017 that are fairly generic predictions, but just the typical increase in technology. We've made the phones thinner and the glass doesn't break as easily type of stuff or we, we came out batteries. Yeah. That's when I hear <laughs> when I hear we have a bigger battery in our phone, I will buy it. We don't need bigger batteries. We need better batteries. We need new battery technology. I, I say I say bigger in the fact that it lasts longer. So that could be that that could be um milliamp hours or actual physical size. We so. need to figure out the tech industry somehow. There has to be a way to do it. Recharge cycles. Battery life seems to be one of the right now at least except for the the want for a new phone. If you think about it, people upgrade their phones a lot because their battery sucks. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. They upgrade their phone because their battery no longer holds a charge and um I think that we need some more scientific advancements in battery technology so that the recharges are more recharges between the in the life of the battery and that they uh they're just longer lasting because we're going to need that if we're going to start putting 4K displays on our phones which doesn't really make sense to me but we're going to do it at some point because that's the next place to go. So do you have any more rumors or uh predictions for next year Jacob? I do not. So my predictions are kind of close to what Jacob had, uh, except Jacob did not mix, mis mention the Pixel, Google's uh, flagship, along with a few other of their products. I actually read a rumor today that um, Google was planning to launch a new LG smartwatch next month. So um, that has been a pretty big rumor going around uh, about Google releasing their own Pixel watch, which makes sense. But I think we're going to get a Pixel that is more fully featured next year. I have a Pixel, and it's a it's a great phone. It's just one of the uh, criticisms of the Pixel was that it just was not as fully featured as something like the Galaxy series. And a lot of people were hoping for Google to kind of save the year with with their with the phone that would uh, compete with Samsung's uh, Galaxy Note Seven. Um, so I think we're going to see something more along those lines with uh, possibly a curved display. Um, just some more of those kind of gimmicky features uh, that a lot of people like. Um, you know, hopefully wireless charging, which I don't understand how we don't have wireless charging yet on either the Pixel or the iPhone, which is just crazy because wireless charging is awesome. Um, but I think we're going to see a lot more innovation in the Pixel department in terms of feature-wise. I think the this first generation was more of a, let's see what the enthusiasm is for a phone from Google. And let's make it as good as we can without trying to cram too much into it. Um, so I feel like that's going to be something that comes out next year. Um, MacBooks, I'm hoping, oh my goodness, I'm hoping that Apple updates their MacBook Pros again. Um, they're just not, they did not live up to the hype last year. Uh, battery power was just really horrible on the 15-inch model. Um, consumer reports at first did not even recommend that the first macbook model that they did not recommend and they fixed that because apparently apple released a software patch for safari which apparently fixed some of it but just kind of the shady atmosphere 
which I'll get into a little bit with just removing the battery indicator, the life indicator in an OS 10 update. It's kind of ridiculous. But um, I think we're going to see some new MacBook Pros with some upgraded specs. Um, also, you know, another upgraded MacBook 12 inch, like always. I've seen some rumors, which I don't really understand them, but that Apple's going to release a 10.5 inch or 10 to 10.5 inch iPad Pro, which I don't understand. I don't know why they need another size, but I think that's a lot of where it's going to come from. And of course, the the S8 and possibly another Note phone. I don't know. Um, a lot of the innovation or a lot of the excitement around the tech industry right now is smartphones still with some building excitement for VR and smartwatches. Smartwatches have kind of stagnated um, in sales, but I think they're still kind of exciting to, to a lot of people. So that's my predictions for the most part for next year. Um, I have, this is not even on our list here, but I don't know if you've heard, Jacob, about the Windows 10 uh, visual update that's supposed to come later this year. I have. It's pretty cool. Um, it's, I just, I tell Jacob before we got back on this call that I switched back over to my PC that I have just because I, I generally kind of switch back and forth because um, I can't decide which one I want to use. <laughs> but um, Windows is getting to be very competitive in the Mac market. Um, it's it's very it's getting to be very competitive in the in turning Mac users over. One from price from a price perspective, I mean the new 15 inch MacBook Pro is what Jacob twenty three hundred dollars starting the 15 inch. Yeah, I mean that's ridiculous. I I just I understand it's an Apple product, but that's that's crazy, and it only has sixteen gigabytes of RAM, and um. I think that's a little little crazy price wise, but along with their and then their Mac Pro, which hasn't been updated in four hundred something days, that they're still selling for twelve grand. Um, I think we're gonna hopefully see something with that. But I think that Windows is kind of starting to pull some Mac users over based on price, and because it it works very well now. I was a Mac user full time, like all, and I'm generally use the Mac most of the time, but. Um, I use nothing but that for how long? Two years, I think. Two and a half full years. And um, I just, then I went back to a clean installed Windows 8 PC. And it was just like, and especially Windows 10, it's very comparable. There's not those kind of problems that I used to have in Windows Vista and Windows XP. It's become a much more user-oriented operating system. So... That was a little tangent, but okay. I'm sorry if I'm sniffling. I kind of got a cold still. So, Jacob, do you have anything else to add? No, I do not. So we're going to move into our Apple section, which we always have an Apple section. Um, Super Mario Run. Jacob, have you played Super Mario Run yet? I have not. I don't. I'm not even sure I'm aware of what it is. Wow, that's kind of sad. <laughs> Super Mario Run is that game. That or that app that Google and Nintendo announced together at the iPhone 7 launch event, I think it's a Mario game on your by Nintendo on the iPhone. Oh, so <laughs> it was released. Um, it's got some pretty good ratings. I have not really played it very much. I just I put that on there because I didn't know if you had. Um, it was pretty fun when I played it. I'm waiting for one from Android, which there is one coming because they put the the teaser on the Play Store. But, um, you know, just a fun little topic. If you have anything on that, again, contact us on our website. 
Um, or you can find us on Facebook and Twitter. Let us know what you think. Um, so what about the AirPods release? That's kind of a mixed um, bag. Yeah. Um, uh, well, I just... I mean, I just saw, uh, as of like 30 minutes ago, an ad for the AirPods. So I guess they're starting starting to push them more. I think they're fairly well-received, but I read an article today that said that they are not necessarily, they're not selling as many as Apple wanted them to sell. And part of that problem, maybe their supply chain is kind of not working very well for those things. Um, I don't know if you saw the iFixit teardown of them, but there was so much glue in, the, in that case. My goodness, that was a lot of glue that they put on those AirPods. Um, but I think they're being generally well-received, but it's just, like with the ear pods, it's just based person to person on whether or not they fit in your ear. That's going to be Apple's big, uh, you know, I don't even know the word for it, but that's going to be their big issue, that and price. Um, it seems like, which we'll get into this in our next topic, but Apple's just, they're pushing price right now. They're just trying to see how much they can charge their customers for certain products. And... Um, the AirPods is one of those, and I think at some point they will more than likely lower the price of them um, because people look at that and they're like, wow, that's the size of a floss box. Why am I paying $160 for that thing, right? Yeah. Um, I can pay $50 for a pair of Jawbone earbuds. Why don't I just do that? So, um, Or Jawbone, Skull Candy, I'm sorry. Um, so that's one of those things that I think the price will be reduced on. Have you ever? Have you seen anybody wearing them yet? No, I have not. I have not either. So hopefully we'll see them soon. Again, I've also never seen another human being with a pixel, um, <laughs> which is strange because it was a pretty big phone release. But again, a lot of people in our age category just blindly iPhone or Galaxy. So there's a lot of good phones out there um, that are not the iPhone or the Galaxy. We often look over those, but the OnePlus, uh, OnePlus uh, T, 3T is apparently a really amazing phone. Um, Huawei makes some good phones, I hear. And, the, of course, the Pixel is one of the best Android phones you can, you can get, according to some other reviewers that actually use all of them. So there's some, the, I'm going to try to talk a little bit more about those in our podcast this year because... Those are pretty big. Um, they're pretty. They're good phones, and they don't cost as much as some of these other flagships do. But um, you know, I've not seen anybody with AirPods. I've not seen anybody with with a Pixel. It's just um, they're new in their category. Yeah. And just like the iPhone was, and the you know the iPad and the Apple Watch, I've I've actually seen more Apple Watches now. Um, I feel like the AirPods will start to kick in soon. A lot of people I'm around always have earbuds in. And I feel like when they get money for those, they're going to do it because those just make it make it more simple. So, okay, now for the uh, the big topic that Jacob and I have already touched on about four times. Um, I'm going to talk about some of my frustrations with Apple as a company right now, and Jacob's going to do the same because I know he has some as well. Um, Jacob, I'm going to let you go first. Okay, um, so right off the bat. I don't think Apple is going to go anywhere anytime soon. 
they might find a slight decrease in consumption of their goods, but because Apple, unlike Samsung, unlike Windows, Apple is not a product. Apple is a fad. It's an ecosystem. It's a status symbol. In my school, I'm willing to put money that 80% of the students that go to my school have an iPhone. Not it's the same because, at my school, too. It's not the same because way. they can't afford it, but to show off that they can own an iPhone. Yeah. That to say that they have an iPhone. That and people are not willing to go to try anything else. And it's like, it's, and Brett, Brett has difficulty with it, um, or had difficulty with it, um, but Brett got sucked into the Apple, Apple ecosystem. He had all Apple devices, and now he has a Pixel and a Windows machine, and you can't and an Android Wear watch. Yes, so I mean, it's just you can't get out of it once you're in. Um, so you know, I I've been I try to tell people now when I this is kind of a side topic, but when I look at things, when I look at products, and I talk to people about products, you should look more about. I prefer in my services, I prefer to use a, a service company that works across all platforms seamlessly. And that's Google for me. Google works across everything, my my Mac, my PC, my iPad, my phone, everything. No matter where I'm at, what computer I'm at, it always works. Um, so I try to tell people when I'm talking about products that you should go with what is actually, what, what you think is a good phone, what you think is a good watch, a computer and a tablet. You shouldn't just be like, oh, well, I've always bought that in the past, so let me buy that again. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's that's also another thing is if when every single I'll – just, I'll just continue on this, Joe. When every single iPhone comes out, every single release, there's all the rumors within the first week of how bad it is. Well, if it's so bad, explain to me why probably about a quarter to three – it's like a third of Earth's population owns an iPhone. I mean, Explain that's just like you said. It's a, it's a, it's a, you know, they're Don't they're good products. They're good Don't products. Don't quote me on that statistic. But explain to me why, if their products suck so bad, that so many people still have them. Because they don't. So, they don't. And that's what we've we've talked about this before. They don't. They're not bad products. They're just expensive. And. Yeah. They don't work well with other platforms. And I still really admire the company of Apple. I don't, I'm not disparaging, well, I'm, I am a little bit, but I'm not like going to be like, oh, let me throw away all my Apple products and not use them anymore. Because there are still some Apple products that are the best in their category. Notably, notably the iPad. Android was never necessarily optimized for tablet use. Um, Android never really caught on in the tablet market. And the iPad still has the best build and the best app support. So that's one of those products that, you know, if I'm going to use a tablet, which I, I've started using, I'm going to use an iPad because that, that just works the best. But they've lost a lot of the ground. Like Jacob was saying, they've just, um, a lot of people use those products to answer your question because they've, they've never bought anything else. And Apple sucks you into that ecosystem, which is not always a bad thing. If you want to stay with them, stay with them. Um, 
just that's why it's because they they have a great they've got amazing marketing. I love their marketing. It's awesome. Um, they have the they have the advantage of brand recognition, so everybody knows about the new iPhone all the time, and everybody wants a new iPhone because all their friends get a new iPhone, right? Yeah, and it's it's like a, um, a more recent example that hits close to you is Christmas. Christmas time. Um, there's a kid that sits right next to me on the bus. He had, um, and I don't mean to make fun of him, but, um, and I don't intend this to be making fun of him, but he had like a dinky little Android phone. And uh, right after break, he comes back, he has the iPhone 7 Plus. Okay. I mean, it, it's just, it's so, it's such a status symbol to have one. And I, I just don't think Apple is well, going to die out anytime that puts soon. Me on, that puts me on the other trail here. A lot of people now again don't think we're bashing like everything they make. They they make in- tremendous products. My main thing is their pricing right now. It's just it's ridiculous. But another thing, another reason why people always buy the iPhone in particular is because a lot of people, like you said, do come from really crappy Android phones. They come from those old free Samsung phones they give out at uh, carriers or the ones you get at Walmart. I mean they're. They they come from bad phones and then they go to an iPhone and they're like I'm never going back to Android, right? Yeah. And so, you know that's that's what that's a really good reason. And um, I did that for a while. I had a Galaxy Note 10.1. I don't know if you remember that. I do. But I did not. It was a good tablet. It's just that was before Android was where it is today. And I got all kinds of weird like ad icons and stuff like that that just you know, and it, like I said, Android is not necessarily, you know, it's not entirely optimized for tablet use. Uh, a lot of developers are not updated, and um, but I didn't use Android for a while, and it took me a lot of a lot of thought to go to the Pixel, and the Pixel is an amazing phone, by the way. Um, but that's just you know, and again, like I've, I just I feel like Apple's pricing everybody out of their products, to be honest with you. Um, I want a MacBook. I'm going to pay, if I want a modern MacBook, not a MacBook Air, which is outdated at this point, I'm going to have to pay at least $1,200. And in that $1,200, I'm going to get a mobile processor and one USB port for $1,200. And I've not always been one to look at the spec sheet when it comes to Apple's products, but you know that that's crazy expensive. It is very portable, yes, but that's really expensive. And you know, a lot of and then you get up to the MacBook Pro line. If I want to get a 15-inch MacBook, which I really like Mac OS 10 a lot, um, it's not necessarily more or less than Windows, um, but I do uh, really like Mac OS 10 and. If I want to get a 15-inch laptop with Mac OS 10 on it, or it's, I'm sorry, I keep saying Mac OS 10. It's Mac OS now, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> uh, but if I want to get a 15-inch laptop or MacBook, I'm going to have to pay at least $2,300, I think, for the base model with 16 gigs, 8 gigs of RAM, something like that. I just feel like I don't know their old computers, their last generation, they were fine. I mean, they were, you knew you were paying a premium on the product, but you weren't paying that much of a premium, if that makes sense. You were paying an extra, you know, four or $500 for the Mac 
and that was okay because I know you're going to have to pay a premium for something like that with one company that controls everything. But now you're paying a thousand to fifteen hundred dollar premium. It seems like now, don't quote me on those numbers, but it seems like you're paying an extravagant amount of money just for the premium of the product, right? Yeah. And what Jacob built a really awesome uh, PC with nine hundred dollars, and it is as powerful as um, it's, pro it's probably it is more powerful than the baseline fifteen inch MacBook Pro. I, I would I would not say. Uh... It was not nine hundred. It was more. Cl it was close to nine eighty something. Well, so it still, was, yes, it's that's, still that's at least as powerful as that new fifteen inch MacBook Pro because it has a dedicated graphics card. You have how much? How much RAM do you have? I have eight gigs. Eight, but you can upgrade. I yes. can't upgrade that MacBook Pro. I have plenty of room years, for expansion. In five years, when that new MacBook Pro is out of date, or whatever, at the, at the pace technology moves. I mean, I can't upgrade that. I can't put more RAM in. I can't put a new SSD in. I can't change anything. Well, well, up until, what was it, 2014, you were, and then Apple decided I mean, to go all solid state. Yeah. So. My MacBook Pro, I, has it was upgraded to 8 gigs of RAM, and I put a solid state drive in it. And that saved the computer for the, for, you know, the last four years or three years. It's just, it seems, you know, again, they make really good products. So those of you that listen to me, listen or that are listening to me say this, and have known me for a while, don't think I'm not. I'm you know completely sabotaging them. I'm just saying they are really expensive products, and you know then we get into the the 12.9 inch iPad Pro. That's eight hundred dollars for a 32 gigabyte model. Let me say that again: eight hundred dollars for a 32 gigabyte model. And I think with the iPad, if you want to step up storage, it's an $150 premium. Yep. And $150 premium on a storage chip that probably cost Apple 25 cents to upgrade. Yeah. So it's just, and if I'm going to pay that much, if I'm, I'm going to go to the Apple's website right now, iPad Pro, super computer, now in two sizes. Um, again, their marketing is awesome. But, and I will say their Apple Pencil is incredible. Um, but 12.9 inch display, I actually have an, a, a, um, a marketplace discount on here right now, so I can't give you necessarily exact pricing, but, um, for an 128 gigabyte model, I'm going to pay, <coughs> oh man, I don't want this. I'm sorry. I'm under a, uh, a purchase plan that I don't want right now. Ah, there we go. Got rid of it. Um, okay, so from 799, 12.9 12 inch display for a 128 gigabyte iPad Pro 12.9 with just Wi-Fi, you're going to pay $899. Pretty much $900. Just, you know, about three or $400 more than that, you're going to get a full-blown computer. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with a 12.9 inch iPad Pro. Some, I know people that that is perfect for what they do. Jacob and I both know somebody. But that's perfect for what they do. <clears throat> Portability and, you know, just, it's perfect. But it's expensive, just like everything else. And, you know, obviously, we all, we've all come to know Apple products are going to be expensive. I'm simply stating right now that they've gotten more expensive. Do you agree with me, Jacob? Yes. More expensive. And it's going to be like when I go to college, when I graduate and go to college, I really want, I really wanted a MacBook Pro. And I still do. But I don't know if I'll be able to afford it. 
now a new uh late late or latest generation 13 or 15 inch because if we go to the mac section uh macbook pro even the 13 inch um we click buy which you know they're cool computers they are they're really awesome just expensive 13 inch the 13 inch with the touch bar is a uh almost is eighteen hundred dollars pretty much Okay, and what that gets you is the touch bar, a 2.9 gigahertz Intel Core i5. Jacob, what is your processor? Um, a Core i5 that is overclocked to about 4.1 gigahertz. Okay, this turbo boost to 3.3 gigahertz, 8 gigabytes of memory, and a 256 gigabyte PCIe-based SSD with Intel Iris graphics, so it's not even dedicated graphics, right? Jacob? Yep. Yeah, correct. and what you have eight gigs of, gigs of RAM, and what is your graphics card? I have a GTX nine seventy, which has six gigabytes of dedicated um, VRAM, so I can get wicked amounts of performance out of it. And I'm not, I'm not necessarily saying if you want a Mac or a PC, you should go compare them, compare them spec wise, because the way Apple's operating system is written, it's written different than um, Windows and that kind of stuff. Apple optimizes their operating system so it runs really really well it does i'm just i'm simply comparing uh pricing based on um you know piece by piece and how they how they work together and of course you're getting a laptop too which for some people is better than a desktop so you have that uh option too you also have the ssd and you have the touch bar and the incredible retina display um which is awesome on a laptop um and i'm just gonna i'm gonna reiterate this again i'm not trying to bash on their products. I'm not bashing on their products at all. I am just simply criticizing their pricing strategy right now. That's all I'm doing. I I still I still love their products. I still love their MacBooks and I would probably um I would be more inclined to get completely into the Apple ecosystem if I knew I could afford upgrades on on an incremental basis. So it's still an expensive upgrade. They're incredible products, though. So I just thought we'd talk about that since there was a since there was a pro there was a quote by um, one of Elon Musk's business partners saying that the age of Apple is dead, which, like Jacob said, I don't agree with that. Apple's going to be around for a long time, and thankfully they will, because hopefully they will begin to uh, price their computers, especially, at a more competitive price point. Um, and I, I understand, I understand, you know, that they're that they're trying to set themselves apart as a premium product, which is fine. Like I said, on a computer that costs, you know, seventeen hundred dollars, I'm okay, you know, paying a little bit for a premium for the Apple product because they don't want they want themselves to be differentiated from the, um, from the from the Windows PCs, the lower end Windows PCs, um, and I understand that. But that much of a premium on their product is crazy. Um, so I also heard, I don't know if you heard this report, Jacob, but I also heard that there's no more, there's not a dedicated Mac team at Apple anymore. I, I hear. You hear that? Um, which makes sense because they are going more towards iOS, but their new MacBook Pros are awesome. They're really cool. Um, they have some problems, battery life. I really hope they upgrade them to improve battery life and allow for more storage or RAM. Um, but I just, I think they're really expensive and that's not just because just, they, they are really expensive. So, okay. So 
our la- our not our last topic, but close to it. Um, our Samsung Galaxy Note Seven. Do you, do you remember the last time we talked about that, Jacob? Yes. Like maybe three months ago, when we thought it was going to be the last time. Well, apparently, T-Mobile issued an update to the Galaxy Note Seven, which will pretty much kill it. They're trying to get as many people as possible to turn in their Note Sevens. Ninety something odd percent has been turned in at this point, right? So, again, like we did the last time, we urge you, if you have a Galaxy Note 7, turn it in and get something else. Um, it's just it's dangerous at this point. Even if yours may not explode, you don't know that it's not going to explode because Samsung did not know that they were not going to explode. So, um, just be careful. Turn it in. Smart thing to do. Yeah. Um, so, on to the rumor mill here. Jacob, I'm a little disappointed you're not doing any segues today. Um, you're being just, very segue free today. I'm just—it's very hard the way you have these orders. I don't—I don't necessarily order them in any particular. I just kind of Galaxy S8, uh, S Pen. The S Pen. What do you think about the S Pen? I don't know. I just think Samsung, as per usual, is trying to catch up with Apple. Because they realized that they could possibly fall behind, especially with the big setback of the Note Seven. Yeah, Sam's the Note Seven was one of the best smartphones of twenty seven or twenty sixteen. Except for I the mean, fact that its battery had a defect in it. Well, Samsung makes some really awesome displays. Their their phones aren't slouches anymore like they used to be, but I don't see the benefit of a stylus on a phone. Yep. I just I I don't I mean I understand that on their you know their their tablets and stuff but on a phone I don't see the benefit now I may be wrong but if you if you use a stylus on your Note Seven and you're listening send us an email um, you know we'd love to talk about it <laughs> I don't see it though but there is a rumor that the Galaxy S8 may offer the S Pen as an accessory so which means that it won't come in the box. This is a rumor now. Um, it won't come in the box, but it may be available to use as an accessory. So, um, speaking of the S8, did you hear today that apparently Samsung has accidentally leaked the S8 in a promotional video? No, I have not. They were showing off, they were doing a video to show off their new displays. And there was a phone that looked very close to the Galaxy S8 renders that have, that have come up so far. So it was a big oops moment. <laughs> um, so hopefully we'll see that Galaxy S8 soon. We've already kind of gone over some of the rumors of it. Um, you know, I'm not going to go too far into them. We'll save those for another episode. Because I really, after just, you know, trying not to bash Apple's products themselves, but, um, you know, talking about their pricing and everything, we're going to move into their products. And we're, when we're talking about pricing and stuff for, pri- for services and stuff, we're purely talking about hardware. They have some pretty. They have competitive prices on their services category. Um, their uh, Apple Music is the same as everything else. Uh, iCloud Drive is, you know, pretty competitive, stepping it up. And um, we're just we're purely talking about hardware there. Uh, so we're going to get into some more Apple hardware. The five-inch iPhone. What do you think? Um, I feel like. That it's gonna go kind of back. I I feel like Apple's really trying to appeal to the people 
and I think it's a good idea because, like, I mean, when the iPhone 6 came out, it's like, why do we need a bigger phone? I want to go back to smaller. I think that's yeah. a good step in the I, right direction. I don't To give see... the people that don't want that big phone an option. But have you noticed over the past uh, year, how many years? Six years since Steve uh, Jobs died? Now, again, we're not trying to say Steve would not let this happen because we don't know what Steve would do. But remember when he was there as the CEO, they had one iPhone. They had one iPad. And people bought it. And it was a very hot selling item. Now, along with this, we, if, if this is released, we're going to have a 4-inch, a 4.7-inch, a 5-inch, and a 5.5-inch iPhone. Four models of iPhone that comes in, what, four different colors with three different storage options and three different carriers. That's a lot of iPhone uh, choices. Same with the iPad. With the iPad right now, you've got the 9.7-inch iPad Pro and you've got the 12.9-inch iPad Pro. Each with uh, the 9.7 will come in rose gold, which I think that I'm not sure where I am on the state of those two sizes. I think that Apple should have run a, at least a variation of a desktop operating system, at least on the bigger one. Um, but a lot of people um, like the 9.7-inch form factor, so I don't necessarily know if that's as big of a deal. But then there's the rumor that they're going to release another size in between that, which, you know, I don't... I just... Apple seemed to do really well and had really good products when um when they had when they focused all their energy on one product right you remember that yep they they came out i mean when apple came out when they had one pretty much i think two laptops and a desktop maybe two desktops and that was the ibook g3 the clamshell apple was the first company at least that i know of to ship wi-fi on a consumer laptop that was a big deal. Apple was the one of the first companies to use a multi-touch display. Um, Apple was the first company that you know, modern, like popular, like you know, that made a mainstream, full touchscreen display phone. So Apple pretty much pioneered the modern smartphone in terms of design and mass production and things like that. They pretty much pioneered the the modern tablet from the iPad. Um, and they were focusing on one thing then, right? One one thing, one processor type, one screen size. And along with all these different sizes coming out, you know who else suffers from that? Developers. Yep. Because developers have to write apps for each of those sizes. And that's what I read about um, one of the biggest problems with the larger iPad Pro is that a lot of developers have not... Um, optimize their apps for the larger iPad. So then you have these massive blown up uh, zoomed in 9.7 inch apps. And um, so I think it's a, I mean, it's not a bad idea. Um, I just don't, I don't, maybe it's just because I prefer larger phones and, you know, I'm kind of, I'm happy with the size right now, but uh, I'm sure it'll sell well. I'm sure it'll be a great phone like all of Apple's phones are. Um, I know, like we just talked about, I know it'll be expensive. Um, but, you know, just my little piece of wisdom there. I don't understand why they 
you know, they, they have a lot of options right now. And that's a good thing and a bad thing because attention is spread across all of those. So then we have the the Jet White iPhone. I have not personally heard anything about this. Well, you know the Jet Black iPhone? Yeah. The rumor is that there will be a Jet White iPhone. Like, instead of... So they'll have... So then their color scheme would run Jet Black, Jet White, Matte Black, Silver, Gold, and Rose Gold. Six colors. (laughs) So here's my... Here's my thing. The Apple flagship phone has slowly turned into the Apple... uh, the, The 5C. I'm sorry? They don't make the 5C anymore. Ah, but they do. The 5C comes in an array of colors. <laughs> I see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, they, I mean, you know, I... Granted, I they are not neon colors. Luckily, they're not. I'm, in white. But I, I think, I think... Okay, and I do believe it... If, if they're going to call it anything, they should call it gloss white. Because... Jet white just just doesn't sound right. It, it does, yeah, you're right. It because there's no such thing as jet white. Yeah, jet um, white is a color. Gloss white is a color. Gloss white is the white that uh, basically. Oh, that'd be that'd be weird. It's just gonna be a glossed white iPhone. It's gonna be a glossy white iPhone. It's gonna be a fingerprint magnet. <laughs> yeah. I don't necessarily have a huge problem with the with the color selection. I I do think that's a lot of colors. I don't even think Samsung has that many colors. Samsung um, has black. I'm they've pretty got sure. black and blue. Yeah, and they may have white, but then the Pixel has um, what <sighs> these colors are hilarious. They've got um, quite black, uh, really blue, and. Uh, Something with silver. I can't remember. But they got three colors. That's just a lot very, of color. It's, I'm pretty sure it's very silver. Well, it's very blue. Really blue. Something I don't remember. Um, you're, you may be right. But there's just that's a lot of colors. And they do have to appeal for a large market. But I think what would really make them appeal to a large market is if in their next iPhone, they really stepped up their game. And they included a, you know an edge-to-edge display. Like, like there's no need like that chin at the bottom there. Um, you need that for the home button, but um, still, I think they if they step it up to a curved display, do a really awesome display, all that kind of stuff, it'll be pretty cool. So, we are going to wrap it up. Um, my last thing is that I would love for some feedback from our listeners. Um, as I told you before, all those forms are available on our website. Um, you can just fill out the form there, send us your thoughts, your comments. I think you can comment on SoundCloud. I'm not hugely familiar with them, but just leave us your feedback, ask us questions. And if we get some, we will, we'll answer them in the next episode. So, um, thank you guys for listening. Please tell your friends about us. Um, you know, post to social media, things like that. It will really help us out. So we will see you again on next Monday or not this upcoming Monday, but the Monday after that. Um, What's this Monday? Friday's the 20th, 23rd. So we won't have a podcast on the 23rd, but the next one. So, Jacob, do you have any closing thoughts? I do not. Well, as always, you can visit, you can look at our scripts um, with a few different uh, source links on our website at www.elementarycomputer.com. Click the podcast link. You can listen to the podcast there, and you can download our um, 
our scripts. So thank you guys all for listening and we will see you in our next episode. Talk to you later.